Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony, and welcome to this Friday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you today? I'm doing pretty well. Excellent. I must say we are recording on July 30th. It is International Friendship Day. So everybody listening, uh, you are our friends. It's also National Father-in-Law Day. It is National Father-in-Law Day, so a uh, special shout out to Poppy today. Yep. yep. Hope, hope the walk is going well. <laughs> All right, so for... You can, uh, you can give my, my dad a shout-out later. Oh. Yeah, he's not going to hear it. No. Well, he might. He might. All right, um, there is a new Ride and Learn for Ratatouille. That's uh, the Paris version, since the one in Florida is not open yet. That's right. It should get you ready for the Florida version, which should be opening at Epcot at some point this year. Uh, in this attraction, you shrink down to the size of Little Chef Remy. And uh, go on an adventure inside Gusto's restaurant. I can't wait to get on this ride. I, I know it, it looks like fun. Did you watch? Soon. Did you watch the ride and learn? No, I, I don't do that. Over the weekend. No. I don't do that. I'll watch a ride and learn for something I've been on. Okay, but not for an attraction I haven't been on. I will. Really? I don't do point of views or anything like that for a ride I haven't been on. Okay, unless I plan to never be on it. Like right. if it's just something that scares me or whatever, I might do it for that. But you're not scared of big rats. Nah. All right. All right. Um, a new baby mandrel was born in the animal kingdom. All right. Let me ask you a question. What's a mandrel? Uh, is it like a little deer? No. Oh. Um, they all look. Oh, yeah. It's a monkey. It's I the did, monkey I with the that. red and blue yes, uh, snout. Yes. Uh, so, yes, over the weekend, a new mandrel was born on July 25th uh, to first-time father Linus and his mother Scarlett. Uh, mom and baby are doing well. They are bonding right now. Um, and... Uh, they are bonding so much that the veterinary team was not able to determine if it is a boy or a girl because the mom, Doesn't want to Scarlett, give her up. is keeping the baby so close to her is belly. Is there a picture of yes. the baby? Yes. Let me see the baby. Oh, so cute. I know, right? Let's bring one home. Well, maybe not that. So as soon as they have a gender, uh, they will choose a name and then they will share that on all their social media platforms. Adorable. Yeah. Um, Disney and Pixar have announced the next upcoming movie uh, called Luca. Well, it's it's a movie for next year. It is not their next upcoming movie. Their next upcoming movie is Soul, which will be in uh, November. Okay. But Luca is set to go into theaters in summer of 2021 if movie theaters ever reopen again. And uh, it is the story of a young boy named Luca who is over on uh, a seaside town in the Italian Riviera. And it's about friendships and uh, those bonds of the heart. And uh, that's the deal. I believe he lives on the second floor. Hmm. <laughs> I feel like the um, the Pixar movies tend to focus more on male characters. Yeah. We just keep getting more of them. Soul is about a male character. It is. Um, what's the Mexican one? Uh, come on now. What? You know the name of it. I know, but I can't remember it. All right. Well, that's uh, that's a good question for our, our listeners. Um, you can you not remember either? Uh, Miguel, remember yeah, me? Yeah. What uh, is Coco it? Coco Loco. Um, Dios de la Muerte. I can't Coco. remember. Coco. Coco. Okay. Yeah. I'm so All glad right. I was here. <laughs> Inside Out was about a girl. Yeah, it was. I guess. But um, Big Hero Six was about a boy. Right. Most of them, I feel like, are. All right. Okay, let Disney do the princesses and Pixar do the boy stuff. I guess. Um, In Walt Disney World, the Swan Hotel has reopened. That's right. The Swan opened on Wednesday. And uh, they're open. Uh, (laughs) 
Kimono's, wow. their sushi bar is open. Il Molino in New York Trattoria is open. Uh, their Garden Grove is open. They have poolside dining at Splash and Grab and Go. Um, the uh, Swan Resort is in uh, the Epcot area. It is on Crescent Lake, which is the backside of Epcot. It is over by the Boardwalk oh, Hotels and the Yacht and Beach Club uh, resorts as well. So, of course, as with every other hotel on property, there are all sorts of social distancing, uh, you know, protocols that are now in effect. Okay. Um, it's Sister Resort, the Dolphin, not open yet? Uh, that is correct. Okay. Um, the Goodyear Blimp has arrived at Disney for the NBA opening night. That's right. The Goodyear Blip, Blimp Wingfoot 2 uh, is at the uh, Wide World, well, I guess at Disney for the uh, Wide World of Sports games for the, the NBA is playing. Uh, the Blimp is uh, circling and will be available for coverage on TNT, ESPN, and ABC over the next few days. It is scheduled to be in the area through August 2nd. Um, so that's that's the deal. Great. Saw some aerial footage tonight as I was watching NBA. Uh, they were showing Old Town. Oh, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, that's a um, it's a little resort type area outside of Disney that's uh, not quite as nice as Disney. That's right. Um, a new outdoor bar has been opened at Art Smith's Homecoming. Yes, they have a new outdoor bar at the Shine Bar and Social. Uh, it's just really a uh, a bar that you can walk up to and grab a drink and go. Okay. Um, there used to be, I guess, a podium-sized one there, but this new bar, which opened overnight, is the size of a traditional bar, so you can actually have a setup, you know, liquor setup there. Um, but you can't walk around and drink stuff, so how, how's that working? You can get get uh, drinks to go now. Get them uh, to go, and then you got to go find a bench to sit on. I, I guess. Like a homeless person. <laughs> All right. Um the tomorrow, um, in Tomorrowland, they have for one day had a temporary closing of the Carousel of Progress. Yeah, we a little bit of trouble in, in Tomorrowland these days. Uh, we know that the People Mover has been shut down. Um, uh, and the Carousel of Progress uh, has just had its issues of late. Uh, today it was closed with no reason why. Um, but, you know, over the past few months, uh, John's hand fell off mid-February <laughs> before the outbreak. Um, there, apparently there are faulty speakers and missing music tracks, as well as issues with some of the animatronic figures. Uh, so, you know. Is it going to be the next to go? Well, is this one of those things where, you know, it's more expensive to fix it than it is to replace it? Well, and, and when nobody's replacing anything right now, so which things can you afford to keep open? If you've got to put so much money into it, can you afford to keep it open? I mean, you look at the Grand Fiesta Tour where um, Jose had an, an issue and toppled over the other day, and he has not been back on stage for like eight days. Uh -uh. So it's only two of the three – I guess it's now the two Caballeros. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, the uh, Carousel of Progress is considered a stage show. And it has more stage performances than any other show in man's history. Fascinating. I know. Um, the 30% off that's been being offered for DVC members, um, that's off of merchandise, has been extended. Yes. As Cheryl mentioned, uh, it has been extended now through Friday, August 14th. Annual pass holders usually get a 20% discount, but Disney a few weeks ago bumped it up to 30%. This is DVC, though, you said. I did. What did I say? Now you just said annual pass. Oh, my my bad. Okay. So my it is bad. DVC. It is, it, no, it is annual pass holders. Oh. All right, then. 
DVC gets screwed. Oh, hold on. It's now both. Okay. God, this article's confusing. <laughs> you must show your DVC member card and a photo ID at checkout. Okay. So, yes, the 30% discount has been extended to DVC members. The same discount has already been offered to Wide World, uh, Walt Disney World annual pass holders. All righty. Am I the one that went to the, the sip and paint tonight? Or I know. You? I think it might have been you. I know. Um, the NBA season has resumed at Disney's Wide World of Sports, which, you know, we kind of know because they brought a blimp. Right. Well, they didn't bring a blimp. The blimp just showed up. Just showed up without yeah. being without being asked for. Well, I'm sure it was asked for. Okay. But uh, I was, as I said, I was watching a little NBA action earlier tonight. It was nice to hear the squeaks back on the uh, on the court. Um, you know, baseball's back. Basketball's back. Hockey's back, even though no one really cares about hockey. Some people really Some care people about really, hockey. Those, those that care about it really mm-hmm. care about it. Um, so we're, we're getting back to a little bit of normalcy, although there's no fans in the crowd. Um, Just nice to see. It is. It is nice to see that. So there are now 344 players tested for COVID uh, with zero uh, returned confirmed uh, uh, test results. So for this is for the NBA. For the NBA. Okay. So everything's going well. Major League Soccer actually started before that, but really, really less people care about soccer than care about the NBA. <laughs> I don't know how true that is either. All right. The Oriental Land Company has released their first quarter 2020 financial report. That can't be good. Yes, they were very dismal. Uh, in light of the pandemic, um, they Oriental Land Company, because of the closure of Tokyo Disneyland and Disney Sea, which is the vast majority of their business, their revenue was down ninety four point nine percent in the first gosh. quarter, <laughs> uh, amounting to a loss of one hundred fourteen point three billion yen, which is approximately one point zero eight billion dollars. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Um, and then as far as uh, the second quarter, let's see, April 1st, June, revenue at the hotels was down from April 1st through June 30th, down 99.1%. I mean, it's expected. I don't know what anyone else would have thought, but it is still sad. Right. But, you know, they've got, this isn't the only business they have. Uh, luckily, their overall loss was only 48%. Only? Only. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right, um, Tokyo Disneyland. Uh, the characters responded to an earthquake warning. You had showed me some video of this, and it's uh, I don't know, maybe I don't want to say entertaining because that seems not very nice, but um, interesting. Right. So, as we all know, Japan is prone to earthquakes and other natural disasters like tsunamis, and uh, they have an earthquake warning system. And apparently, a an alert was triggered this morning um, that there was an earthquake. Uh, an impending earthquake. Uh, so they were in the middle of their daily greeting parade, uh, which is also known as the Aisatsu, um, at Tokyo Disneyland. And the uh, parade just stopped. And the characters all essentially made duck and cover uh, movements. Uh, none of the characters, you know, no one broke character. Uh, they all stayed on the float, but they all ducked down, put their hands over their head, which then, as you saw, a couple of people in the crowd... Uh, people, you know, they ducked and covered. They they were looking for safety. Now the the sad thing is um, is that that warning ended up being issued in error. Well, that's not uh, sad. It's better than if it were a real earthquake. That is true. But Disney uh, did make an announcement uh, saying that the uh, Earth emergency earthquake warning announced previously was issued by mistake. We apologize for any inconvenience this may have caused you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, 
It yes. wasn't their fault. It was issued by the government. So right. um, they really don't have anything to apologize for. Right. I mean, that's no worse than when Hawaii had the uh, missile launch oh my gosh. Uh, warning, you know, a, a few years back. Yeah, a little scary. So let's uh, let's shoot on over to Universal News. All right. Um, in Universal, the Volcano Bay um, has a few injuries. It looks like there's one in particular um, ride that is causing a little trouble over there. Yeah, so Universal's Volcano Bay, which is their first water park uh, that they built from scratch, has been noted for their innovation. But along with those innovations, they're also known for some mishaps. So they have a, a ride called the Punga Racers. And since the park opened, at up to 115, well, I'm sorry, at least 115 guests have reported injuries on the Punga Racer slides at the water park, including one man who ended up paralyzed in July 17 and has a lawsuit against Universal. Um, so, you know, this guy's seeking damages over $15,000. Universal, of course, is saying, you know, they take every injury, injury seriously and have a safety first culture. Uh, they did dismantle uh, Punga Racers recently, took, took it apart and did a pretty sizable refurbishment um, to modify the ride into a, a feet first body slide. I guess they used to use a series of mats uh, to get down the, uh, down the slides. Um, Universal's counter, of course, is that uh, a lot of the injuries are due to the fact that guests are not following the proper rules, such as maintaining the proper riding position. Yeah, but I feel like you, when you open up a ride like that, there can't be too much room for error. Right. You know, I mean, if, if whether you're doing it on purpose or not, like when you get on one of these slides, you know, they tell you like, you know, lay flat, put cross your arms. It's... You might screw it up, right? You know, and it might not even be intentional. You might not be trying to be uh, extra adventurous, but if you just screw it up a little, and that's a cause for getting hurt, that's not great, right? Listening to the story reminds me of like it reminds me of an of an action park. Do you think that's going to be the next? Maybe <laughs> Volcano Bay is the next action park. I, I don't think it'll be that bad. No. I just know there have been times where I've gone down in tubes, and you know, you you do get turned around. And yeah. you want to make your, you know, every effort to try to be facing in the right direction so that you exit the slide properly. But sometimes, you know, water is a force of nature and it has its own ideas of what it's going to do to you. Yeah, there should not be that much left um, on the guest to try to figure out and do. And right. You should just be able to get on the slide and it should just be safe and right. fun. Let gravity do its job. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then uh, our last uh, story here, um, Universal's fourth park, Epic Universe, um, has been delayed, which I think everybody kind of knew, right? Well, we now have official confirmation. Uh. Uh, Comcast, who is the parent company of Universal, had their quarterly earnings report, uh, and it was officially confirmed that it has been delayed until the future becomes more certain. It had been announced to open in 2023, but now that is going to shift back. Um, Universal Parks and Resorts suffered a 94% loss of, re loss of revenue during the second fiscal quarter uh, due to all of the COVID restrictions. So, um, you know, it, it's not going to be built. They're in a tough, tough time. Although earlier in July, Orange County approved a $5 million credit to Universal to offset the cost of removing an old pipeline that runs through the construct construction site which will cover 40% of the relocation costs of that pipeline. So, you know, the city is working with them, but this is probably going to be, you know, a billion dollar cost for them. And are they going to be able to uh, cover that cost right now? That's, that's the big question. 
All right. All right. So that's the news. Hope everybody has a good weekend. Until Monday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.